Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH post show for August 3rd. Is ROH back? I was just asking Reg that right before we got on air because we had a really strong episode tonight, mm-hmm. which I'm so excited to talk about, guys. Get in your super chats, get in your humper chats, stick around for the impact post show that goes on right after this with the wonderful Cresta Star and Joel. If you have not seen Cresta's video of her trying on some church wigs, my God, follow that woman on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> she is a hoot, and you'll get to hear all about what impact brought to you. But before we get into that, I've got some favors to ask of you guys to subscribe to this YouTube channel if you would be so kind to leave a thumbs up on this video to help people find us in the algorithms. And boy, oh boy, is there ever a day to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Tons of news dropped over there about Cody and Brock, about Becky Lynch and Trish. Emma said Trisha Dora. That would be a fun match. That would be a fun match. I would take that, but like Trish it. Stratus and the... Mm-hmm. Really great reason they got bumped from SummerSlam. Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Slender James having something to do with this one. I'm not too happy about that, but lots and lots of news going up on FightfulSelect.com, as well as Ask Grapsity is back there, which you recorded today, right? No, no Ask City today. Uh, we did two weeks oh, in a row, so we're back next week. But yeah, subscribe and we'll be there next week. Yeah, subscribe anyway. Go back and listen to the other ones. Go back and go go forward in time and listen to future ones. I know yes. what I'm saying. Yes. Words are a thing <laughs> I know how to say. Speaking of going back, I think we're returning to form a little bit after weeks of complaining on the internet. See, this is the problem. If you enable our complaining on the internet, we're going to yep. continue to do it because yes. we got a much stronger episode tonight, Ridge. We even got tag titles for ROH defended on ROH programming. Wow. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. I felt a lot better about tonight's episode. What were your overall thoughts before we dig in? Exactly like you said when we got onto the stream, ROH feels back. I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm going to ride this roller coaster while it's here. Yeah, all the elements that Kate and I discuss on a weekly basis that we just like for you to put on here, they happen tonight. The ROH Tag Team Champions, uh, Aussie Open won them a couple weeks ago. And here they are just on the show, you know, together as a tag team. Wild, wild. Who would have thought? I didn't even think that was a concept these days. I know. To defend your own tag titles on your own program. And good for them because truly we know that means like they doubled down, right? Like they um, defended them on Dynamite yesterday. So Mm -hmm. this is encouraging stuff. It feels like. There's a plan in place. And Reg, we kept talking about how fixable it was, which is why I was trying not to lose hope as time went on. But I think we've seen exactly how simple it can be. And Mm -hmm. we got a lot of really great evidence of that tonight. Uh, We've got some super chats and humper chats to start us off. Thank you so much from Tim 
saying that I was at this ROH taping. The crowd seemed to have left after a collision finished. Yeah. Myself and my sons got moved to almost ringside. That is one benefit. If you're willing to stick around, you can generally sneak down pretty close, True. which was pretty great. He also says that the best part at the end of the taping, it's almost 12 a.m. and Darby Allen comes out and addresses the crowd that stayed and took selfies with anybody who wanted them. That's wow. awesome. He's cool. Oh, that's so cool. What a cool mm -hmm. moment. But I'm glad. Now, I think the live experience just by nature is probably still going to feel disjointed a little bit. You yeah. have the hour before that gets taped, the hour after. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's something they're going to be able to adjust because I feel like the live experience, the momentum and energy is just a little bit off and weird. Um, and that comes across a little bit. But overall, this felt like a much more cohesive episode. So let's yeah. dive in. We start off with Shane Taylor and Christopher Daniels in an ROH TV championship eliminator match. Now, I didn't love that we went from tag tournament or eliminator match rather to pay-per-view to right back into a tournament. I did mm -hmm. not like that. However, okay. I do like Shane Taylor pushing here. There is a longer story that you can build out if he's going to be the guy to win it this time. Mm -hmm. um, and I do like having matches that have stakes. Like we were so in the well for anything that felt meaningful, even though I don't like this way of going about it. It at least is a plan that's on some sort of track. And this match was perfectly fine. I think we all knew yeah. which way it was going to go. But Taylor goes to the second rope for a crossbody and hits a driver to win for that spot in the finals. I really liked this. I thought Christopher Daniels did a fun job telling the size story without making it look like I'm the small guy. Like mm -hmm. he just um, couldn't overcome it at some points with shots he was laying in, but he got a really nice neck breaker in here too. Like he, he looked smart in this match as a savvy veteran with 30 years of experience should, but a good way to kick us off. What did you think? Yeah, I thought this was pretty fun. Uh, it's Shane Taylor kind of, getting a couple of good wins before Samoa Joe. I'm liking the story of Samoa Joe not acknowledging Shane Taylor at all so far. So when Shane Taylor, which he should, gets the victory and does win uh, the shot at Samoa Joe, then it's like, all right, you've been ignoring me this whole time. I'm Shane Taylor. I've been here. I want that championship. It's going to be a really good story to tell. This is fun. Christopher Daniels is just a great veteran wrestler that could be in there with anybody. So being in there with Shane Taylor, when Shane Taylor's using his strikes and suplexes and power bombs to really destroy him and break him down, I uh, thought they were telling a really good story. Shane Taylor getting the victory here. Very nice finish. Package pile driver, Marcus Jar Garvey driver, whatever you want to call it here. Very stiff one. Stiffen Christopher Daniels up for the three. Thought it was a really good way. And, you know, having a win over Christopher Daniels on the way to this tournament is a, a really good feather in his cap. Agreed. My only complaint about it is it's just very predictable. Like, I think yeah. we, this was a very, yeah. very obvious tournament, but there are worse things. If you go with the unpredictable choice in a predictable tournament, sometimes that can get really ugly. So True. just wish they had put maybe different contenders in there. But I really liked this. And good to see Shane Taylor getting those wins. And I think you're right. We don't have like a super pressing upcoming event. So I think mm -hmm. he can win this. You can get him calling out Samoa Joe and Samoa yeah. Joe, whether he's there or not, appearing on Titantron to deliver some promos. Like there's a lot of magic to be made there. Mm -hmm. So very much looking forward to that. And just also nice to see we've been complaining about this consistency for people on television, right? Shane Taylor's yes. now... He's competing as a singles competitor in the mm -hmm. TV title division. Like, and it's getting a little bit cleaner, which is something yes. that... Uh, he's, he's made it clear what he's doing here, which is what I want for not just Ring of Honor, all of pro wrestling. Why are you here? What do you uh, want to do here? What championship do you want to win? Do you want to win the world championship? Do you want to win the TV championship? Tell me. And this is... Uh, they're establishing it with Shane Taylor. In the beginning, we thought they might he might be with the workhorseman. They seem to steer away from that. Got him in the right division, so I'm liking this. I am too. I am too. And I liked a lot of things on this episode, including yes. the Iron Savages and Aussie Open. Aussie Open, oh, your yes. fresh tag champs. They have a couple of promos here, but um, we get a, a nice little match here. We get a nice mm -hmm. chat from Meet Norvis, who's always chiming in with support, saying, if you know me, you know that I'm still dancing and I love me some Iron Savages. Give yes. them spiked shoulder pads and yes. face down. 
Jameson is just like the perfect addition to their crew too. It's like, yeah, yeah. He he fits in perfectly. He really mm. does slide in very very nicely. Uh, and there was a lot to to like about this. Um, I thought this was a whole bunch of fun. I really appreciated right in the beginning Aussie Open handing the titles off to Stokely and Tony Khan because it mm-hmm. to me made me realize like okay they are now paying attention to continuity things of the fact that they had the titles on dynamite yesterday and sequentially here they are today. Right. So it's just nice to see them caring about little things like that. Uh, Aussie open hitting the dental plan and the Coriolis on Boulder for the win here, but man, Boulder going crazy, tossing Davis and Fletcher around and that Mm -hmm. tilt the world power slam on Fletcher was a really nice near fall. I love the Iron Savages. I've been singing their praises for a while. It seems like they're starting to at least get some reps and some direction, whether it's an ROH or they move on to collision or whatever. I'm just glad to see them in action. Um, Noticeable change in in stature, too, over here. We've got some some fit savages going on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is great to see. A lot of iron. Yeah, taking (laughs) care of them themselves but i thought this was a really good match and my god i'm just excited to see these tag titles defended on roh television reg yes very good representation for ring of honor the tag division here today with this and the main event i thought oh man just so many good things to to like about this moment here ozzy open being back uh it seems like this what would have happened post uh Maybe, you know, what? not Mark Davis being hurt. If he would have been here, this would have been a lot of what was going on. But them just being back in full force against a tag team like this that deserves a shot. Uh, Iron Savages looked amazing in a lot of this. That finish with the Coriolis on uh, just was dangerous. A lot of dangerous things happening in here. But Ozzy Open kind of being back, doing two back-to-back title wins to establish those Ring of Honor championships. And if this is what we're going to get every week, Kate, like – you're not going to get any complaints from me. And then they start defending them. And and uh, there's some tag teams in this episode that also look great that are going to be contenders soon. I was like, you know what? I see it. Yes. I was very relieved to see. Um, it just it just felt like they cared more this episode. And that, that makes me really happy. And, and things like this are a nice symptom of that. Matthew Hooks agreeing with us, saying that this episode set up a lot of stories. Keep it up, TK. Yes, mm-hmm. it did. It felt like and, there were some stories coming out of this, which is refreshing. Tony Khan uh, after the promo where Ozzy opened walks to Tony Khan and he's like, <laughs> two in a row, two in a row. You guys did it. You guys did it. Tony Khan was amazing in this segment. I loved everything that he was doing. He gets in the middle of him. He's and he, such a just proud so, dad. Yeah, he is. Just so proud to be there. Happy for a ring of honor. Happy for Ozzy open. Happy for everything. Just like, I know. that's TK. That legit gave me like, my dad, when he would like coach third base, when like when it was, and like at that age where dads are just coaches, like they just get absorbed yeah. into things. That's like that's what how my dad would act. It was. It's very, like, Dad, why cute. do you have a clipboard? You're in this crowd, like you're not a part of this coaching. Staff. <laughs> They're like, well, the umpires get paid twelve dollars and nobody showed up, so now I'm suddenly in the game. That was like right. the vibe I was getting. But then yeah. we get a fun backstage, and I'm so very excited to see this. We get Lexi Nair with Stokely Hathaway. Oh, my God. Thanking people for the praise for the number one contender tournament, which uh, gets interrupted by a, a testy Dalton Castle who blames Stokely for not winning it uh, which and being left out of the number one contender tournament here. Um I, the second one that we get here, obviously, mm-hmm. which I, I liked. He won the first one. He got a shot. He lost. So he's salty that he's not in the second one, but it's kind yeah. of like a, hey, man, you had your shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they start to argue about that for a little bit. And in comes Samoa Joe, uh, Sweet Tooth, as some of you may know him, from Twisted uh-huh. Metal, which is out. And I'm told very good. I have not watched it. I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah, I'm, I'm told very good things, which makes me very happy to hear, but. Uh, Joe says that he would give Castle what he wanted. And in two weeks, it's the boys versus Samoa Joe and Stokely Hathaway. Stokely looking a little shop. And uh, Dalton's still not very satisfied here. I honestly didn't know because I I thought Stokely was in the G1. Like, I was just surprised that he was here. I thought he had that A block on lock. I really Mm -hmm. thought that's where Stokely Hathaway was spending his time. 
but this is just a whole mess of fun. Like this Samoa Joe and Stokely pairing has been a very fun way to keep Stokely's presence on screen. Mm-hmm. I think there will be some hysterical spots of just just thinking of things like Samoa Joe tagging him in, right? Like I'm, I'm sure we'll yeah. get some offense of Samoa Joe throwing Stokely mm-hmm. into people. The boys are such a perfect counter for something like this. We're probably setting up Dalton Castle for something bigger here. I don't know if it's going to be a rematch with Joe or what, but uh, that sounds like a whole mess of ROH-based fun to me. Mm -hmm. It feels like stories with people that are on the ROH roster consistently, and uh, it sounds like a hoot and a holler of a good time. So I'm here for it. What are your thoughts on this? Honestly, Kate, I can spend the rest of this podcast just talking about this one segment. There's <laughs> so much, and it's like I need like a, a series of Dalton Castle and Stokely just going back and forth. Uh, I need a buddy cop sitcom. Yes, yeah, like seriously. I need a full <laughs> just full series. Just light it up Netflix or something. Stokely talking about Juicy Smollett at one point. Uh, <laughs> Dalton was like, I don't know what that means. What are you talking about? Then he immediately has the boy smell his sleeve for some reason. Like, there's just a lot going on. Then Samoa Joe shows up, and he's just gassing up Stokely, and Stokely gets the big chest, and he's like, yeah, I actually am the man. Samoa Joe's here. And then they pull a swerve and say that <laughs> it's going to be Samoa Joe and Stokely versus the boys. Just classic antics will happen. We've seen Stokely in a couple matches before. He's uh, had a couple battles with Orange Cassidy. So seeing him here is going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to this a lot. And uh, kind of establishing Dalton Castle as a threat for Samoa Joe and one that could potentially beat him, you know. And I did like also that Stokely Hathaway, again, to your tournaments thing. He was like, "Uh, I'm really liking this tournament format. I might do another one in a couple weeks. I don't know. I'm really liking this. (laughs) I was like, this guy is wild. AEW and ROH, this this was some, as you were saying, beautifully orchestrated chaos. Any predictions? Yeah. I think probably Stokely with like a 630 head scissors, maybe, or uh the uh commander rope walk and sure. the big yeah, you know. He's yeah, gonna it's gonna be he's gonna start the match with that. And then <laughs> I'm guessing shooting star press, maybe. We'll, we'll see. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. I have very high in-ring hopes for uh, for this one, especially. Mm-hmm. But this this was a whole bunch of fun. I'm I'm with you. We could talk about the this for the rest of the show if we wanted to. But then we turned to something completely different, and this is when ROH is at its best. Is when you've got Dalton Castle interrupting with all of this chaos. You got Stokely dropping references. This guy was talking about. The, all, buying all the finest jams at the the farmer's market yeah. with Dalton. Like, these two are so perfect in this little world. But we move right into your ROH pure match between Shibata and Josh Woods. Who boy, Woods is the goods. And there was a lot of good in this match. I absolutely loved what we got here. Your judges for this, Jimmy Jacobs, Jerry Lynn, and former pure champion John Walters, which I thought was a nice touch. Big fans. Um, Shibata winning with the, the PK here with the penalty kick. But Reg, I think the fans won. Okay, we yeah. got some <laughs> incredible wrestling to mm-hmm. me. I thought this was a great showcase for Woods. I think Shibata looked really good in this too, obviously, but like it's still, you know, what this guy's been through. Every time yeah. he's in a match, it's something that I try not to like take for granted in a sense. Right. So um just trying to be like kind of in the moment with what I was watching here. But there was a really nice sequence with Josh Woods hitting this nasty gut wrench power bomb for a near fall and then hitting his own PK. And it was like kind of something to me, it looked like like clicked in Shavada and I mm-hmm. loved that. It was like, you, oh, hell no, you did not just use a penalty yeah. kick on me, buddy. No way. Um, I, I felt like tonight what we saw from Josh Woods is like, okay, keep this guy on a trajectory. Mm-hmm. We get a promo later that we'll talk about. Uh, but him and Anthony Henry today, I feel like really, really, really stood out to me. I loved this match. What were your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, this was a nice contrast to that promo we had just got. It's like, we're going to get some comedy. We're going to get funny. And then we're going to get two guys trying to murder each other out here in the ring. Yeah, Kate, it's hard to watch a Shibata match without it sitting right there in the back of your mind. Like, in the back of his mind was showing inside of a surgery room one time. So (laughs) we need to kind of take it 
never take this moment for granted. But then you see the match and Josh Woods is throwing him like that never was a thing. He's like, I don't care that he wasn't out. I'm, I'm trying to win this pure championship right now. Just a great battle. Exactly what the pure championship represents. Shibata. Yeah, there was one moment where Shibata was like, I know he just did not penalty kick me in this match right here <laughs> right how the disrespect and he just got immediately up and was like all right bro like playtime is over as they say you're out of here you're gone but that penalty kick as we will talk about very soon here about that josh woods promo later set off something in josh woods's brain too which i think is going to benefit him very well this was like that's like the perfect match josh woods could get from shibata like if you sit down before that match was like, what's the best case scenario I could get out of having a match with this legend? They did it. Yeah, and it's kind of fun because you knew Shibata was going to retain here. We're probably not just going to toss that title aside on a random ROH episode. But I feel like Shibata could just hold it forever or drop it at any time. So there is Same. kind of like some suspense with it, which is nice. Almost like with Orange Cassidy at this point. Like, I yes. feel like... um the story has been about him and his individual trajectory. So Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. can kind of drop it. I feel like that's kind of a similar thing with Shibata right here. And right. I agree. Like this is, this was a lot of fun and I'm, I'm excited to see what's next for Josh Woods. But even this Reg, it was like, Josh Woods picked up a couple wins going into this, like all yeah. those simple things we've been asking for showed mm-hmm. up. So we love to see that. Mm-hmm. And we love to see Dalton castle with the boys against Zach Clayton in a glorified squash here. Dalton yeah. wins with the the bangerang. I think this was just to, to get him out there and in the ring. I'm wondering if maybe we're heading so- toward a triple threat with Samoa Joe, Shane Taylor, and uh, Dalton Castle, because uh-huh. that's a good way to get the belt off of Joe, yep. but keep him protected in the process. Mm-hmm. Dalton having his gripes, Shane Taylor probably winning this tournament is a nice kind of folding of things. We did see Samoa Joe and my favorite walkaway spot maybe of all time against Gravity on Collision where yep. he did the Gravity slow walk. I was howling. But I that kind of occurred to me after watching Dalton win this match. And handily, there's not a lot to talk about here, but I was like, mm-hmm. oh, a triple threat. If you wanted to get the belt off of uh, Samoa Joe to either of these guys, could be believable next ones up here. Yeah. Um, that, that might be a fun way to do it. Any thoughts on the match and any thoughts on my triple threat booking? <laughs> I like this triple threat booking. I hope that Dalton, he's a face. So I don't think he would play a part in the finish of whatever, uh, who wins the tournament versus Samoa Joe, but I guess that could happen. It'd be a heel move for him to interfere and do like that. But yeah, if they set up that triple threat match some way, I think it's a good way. This is a run of the mill, uh, match Zach Clayton. If you guys didn't know is attached to reality TV somehow. I just want you guys to know, because every time he's on TV, they have to let us know. And here we go again. They're like, hey, Jersey Shore, don't forget, he was there. They sure do remind us that he <laughs> is engaged to someone who was on reality television. Uh, yeah. It's his I claim mean, to fame, Kate. <laughs> I am... Okay, if this is the extent of Jeff of Zach Clayton's on screen role, I don't really have a desire to see him do a ton more than that. But he's a good fall guy too, because he looks like a million bucks. So it kind of yeah. if you're gonna go have him squash someone, it's like wow, he he beat a, a big dude. So big guy. but I'm with you. It's like any other layer you would like to throw in here at any time. What else did he do? Did he play football or something? Like, yeah. Literally anything else, but we've got... Does he like sour, sour cream and onion chips? Like, give me something, <laughs> dude. Jeez Louise. No, are you kidding? That guy's never eaten a chip in his life. He oh, only true. eats yeah, yeah. protein. Right. Maybe pro- like a protein, ones. protein yeah. chip. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> oh, man. So we move along to a tag match between the infantry and Camarado and Joel. Um this was good to see the infantry continue to build. I can't say enough about commentary. I know I say it every week, but like mm-hmm. they just do such a good job with things like this of making everybody feel so important. Uh, we get a, a really nice finish. I really liked uh, this from the infantry getting this kind of boot into a side Russian leg sweep. Yeah. This was a nice little match. It was quick too. Um, but like, old ROH I hate to be that person because it makes me feel nine million years old but like (laughs) 
you would have matches like this where it's like, yeah. hey, these guys keep getting wins because they're important. Now, a lot of times that was because we had standings and they were mm-hmm. followed biblically. You don't have to necessarily bring those back, but people just racking up W's. We're going to see it later with Diamante. She felt yeah. important going into this match. It's a big difference maker. I love seeing this from the infantry. Love what the infantry is bringing to the product. Love adding Trisha Dora into the fold. It's just a whole mess of fun here. Uh, what do you think of our tag match? Uh, good to see the infantry kind of establishing. It's it's kind of like the Shane Taylor thing. Just being on TV consistently, it just helps them out a lot more. So any win seems more important. And it seems like they've been establishing the infantry for a couple of months here at this point. Uh, they look they themselves look better with every match. Uh, they're still pretty young as a tag team, Carly and uh, and the captain. So any match is is a rep for them, and every rep that they get recently has looked great. Really cool finish that uh, watch your six thing and the yeah. military, all that stuff is really great thing to kind of separate them from all the other tag teams. And if tag teams are getting built up, if they're gonna try to get a couple wings before going against the kingdom again, maybe to try to establish them and uh, give them a big win. Then I think that'd be really dope. It's going to be hard for anybody coming up here in the ring of honor tag team division to beat Aussie open just because they're so hot right now, but contenders, contenders, contenders is always a good thing. Agreed. Also just want to give some love to this because I'm a big Rohit gal. I love Rohit Raju. I would love to see Rohit back around. I've been yelling it to the sun, how great (laughs) of a wrestler Rohit is. And I'm angry that he isn't a signed wrestler on TV right now wrestling every week. He'd be perfect for Ring of Honor, the pure division, the t- television title. He'd be perfect in Impact, back in Impact, be perfect in AEW, WWE, anywhere. Such a great, talented wrestler. And I'm mad that he's not signed. Well, Reg, the things we were just mad about got addressed tonight. So should we get mad about Rohit? We're mad about Rohit. I'm angry about it. I'm going <laughs> complete. You're going to get three <laughs> tweets in a row from me. Three tweets? You're going to complain on the internet? You're oh, my here. goodness. See, it's like a win some, lose some, because I complain about NXT every week and they never fix anything, but they fix some stuff at ROH, so it's a toss-up, I guess. But mm, win, new win, campaign, win. we're complaining yeah. about not enough Rohit in our lives, yeah. but I I agree with you. I just I love the guy. I think he brings such a special energy to things, and um, even from a, and I, I try not to talk about representation as a white girl too much, but like, yeah, we don't have a lot of that, right? Like, yeah, it would be really nice to see on television, like the largest population of people in the world. So if we could get some wrestlers on TV in that regard, that would be neat. I'm and just... we could stop saying the the gender run was good. Let's move on, Kate. Let's move on, please. <laughs> let's move on. Just go next match, please. <laughs> Like, I want to move on, Kate. We can, but there's there's wrestling opinions, and you can like what you like, and then there's things that are just wrong. I know. I try. You know, the gender run was not good. They don't be listening, Kate. They don't. I know. Listening. I know. But I'm listening to you, and mm-hmm. ROH is listening to us because they made a lot of changes tonight. So sign Rohit. All right. Yes. Sign him <laughs> now. We get Layla Hirsch and Miranda Vionette in a really fun match. Man, I missed Layla. I love this girl so much. I like Maria also recruiting because I I really like mixed stables a lot. Like, I mm-hmm. love mixed gender stables. I think it's super fun. And I also feel like the kingdom, we've been saying MVP status, right? They've been around... If you're not going to give them the titles, I think a really good direction to go is to start recruiting other people because it's a way to maximize the value that you've built with the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And especially for how valuable Maria is, I think this is a really, really, really good call. So I appreciated that we had her on the ramp and that Layla's kind of been folded into the picture in this way. But what a whole mess of fun this Mm -hmm. match was. Vianette going for a small amount of offense here she gets a little bit in but Layla Hirsch catching her in that nasty arm breaker the cross arm breaker for the win really like what they're they're doing here it does feel like we've got some more stories in play which is refreshing uh what are your thoughts yeah Layla Hirsch is a ball of fire um all of her opponents better prepare for uh what she's going to do to them moving forward it's not going to be long for you in the ring She's going to destroy you. She's on her way. She's hell-bent on becoming the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, I think. And she's going to quietly do it. So Athena better, like, 
start paying attention. Maria doing the old school. We don't see this enough, what she's doing here. The old stand on the ramp and scout talent thing. Classic wrestling trope, one I love. And I hate that there's not enough, there's not enough managers, I feel, because there's some people that'll just add value to any talent. And I think Maria, as we've seen with the kingdom, adds so much. And if she adding some more players to uh, be helping out, I think it's a great move. She does it later in the the show. I don't know if I like that move, but you know that you know they they can all be hits. They can't all be <laughs> hits, is true. But from a it makes wrestling sense standpoint, I can't argue that, right? Yeah. And we'll we'll right. get we'll get to that in mm-hmm. a moment here. But this was great. I'm happy to see. Layla climbing up the ranks here as well. You're saying that she's going to be the one to dethrone Athena. Big words. I don't hate it. It's hard to think of anybody dethroning Athena right now, but Layla is a badass. So I will absolutely take that, especially with the women's match that we got in just a moment. But before we stop there, we're going to talk about gravity versus Tony Nese group fitness leader with Mark Sterling and Ari Davari at ringside. Uh, this match went the way you would kind of expect it. I thought this was really good. I know you, you are a spot foo fella, so I will let I you like talk it. about how much fun Gravity is. I know he's not at the top of your luchador list, but we love luchadors here. But um, Gravity with the single arm power bomb out of a roll up attempt, followed by a top rope splash for the win. So your finals are going to be Gravity and Shane Taylor. I feel like a man of Shane Taylor's stature beats Gravity every time. (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but The question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
the way it the goes. facts are the facts yeah the facts are the facts i feel uh gravity's funny i think he's uh he's super young in the business as they stress on commentary pretty often and i think he gets better uh with every match too he's one of those guys um tony niece i don't i'm i don't know how to feel about tony niece the other week when he was in the tournament it was like well why all of us like he had got a win to get into the tournaments like tony niece never wins and then like now he's right back to losing again so it was like what was the point of that i see building contenders but like you could have gave that to somebody who's actually winning already but then he's also a really good wrestler so when he wrestles it's like well yeah he should have some wins and i like that he's trying to push the little personal trainer type deal going forward gravity has been uh, tony khan's a big fan of gravity very recently he's gonna on a lot of shows in some big spots and some big moments him being here in the finals against shane taylor is uh is good for him but shane taylor's got to get this w here so we could get to this samoa joe and him face off stare down match promos everything attached to it but you know uh if gravity wasn't here we wouldn't like you said have gotten the samoa joe uh, walk away spot so there's some brightness to this there is and i'm actually gonna jump ahead a little bit because i don't think unlike a lot of tony deese's losses this one might have not been as much of a throwaway this might be a bit of a more meaningful loss because mm-hmm. later in this episode we see josh woods talking about how uh he needs something to change he's had three title shots they've all been losses i'm wondering if Maybe we're getting a split off here. And mm-hmm. I I don't hate it um, at all because I feel like Josh Woods is a standout talent on his own. And I feel like as much fun as the silliness of Tony V says, I don't know if Josh Woods is ripe for that. He should be pure division ass kicker kind of guy. In my opinion, that's just like mm-hmm. my Josh Woods sweet spot. I love to see that. So I'm wondering if this loss might be Josh Woods looking at him looking at himself and saying, I'm being held back, not propelled forward by this group. Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe that's where we're going with this? Yeah, it felt pretty telling that Josh Woods was alone when he did his promo. He wasn't with those guys. And yeah, I think he is like looking at Tony Nese, looking at us. I was like, okay, we can't both be losers. Like if I'm going to be coming up on the short end, at least I could have you to bounce off, but I can't even bounce off you because you're getting your butt kicked too. And yeah, if we're going to move forward with Tony Nese having this personal trainer style uh calling everybody chubby guys in the crowd josh woods isn't about that he's about pure he's about trying to win championships he's about his business so it probably would make sense to split him up here i like the josh uh, woods promo though it was exactly what uh from a character standpoint point people are thinking we come on this podcast all the time and talk about how great josh woods is how much we want him to succeed but every time that he gets a match he loses so it's like well bro like if we're gonna champion you you gotta show us why we're saying these things and wins and losses mattering Mm -hmm. oh that's all we ask Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is all we ask uh we got this chat from orion ben saying I go from Reg and Kate raging to you two ROH shadow GM. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you know, one of the GMs is now doing in-ring competition and going to... uh, Conflict of interest, Stokely. Yeah, I I think so. I think that's the problem. And, you know, given the choice, I think everybody understands Stokely's in-ring acumen is is, a mere god among mortals as far as that goes so he doesn't wrestle because he's gonna overshadow everybody like shibata is gonna be sitting back there like wow like how do i follow that you know exactly yeah he's gonna be like oh no i can't make that taping no i can't stokely's gonna be on the show oh my Um, oh i'm so injured yeah not not today (laughs) tony i can't make it i don't know why i can't yeah that's how everybody is including samoa samoa joe's gonna be in the match like wow, like I can't, I shouldn't tag back in because Stokely is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, he's going to be like, I'm just a hot tag here today. Uh, yeah. So nice, like lazy night for Samoan Joseph, as we call mm-hmm. him. But uh, next up is my match of the night. And boy, howdy, did this live up to the hype for me? <sighs> Athena, my God. And Diamante, what a match and what a refreshing difference maker some wins and feeling like a real contender and some time on here has made. I absolutely love so much about this match. And we get a whole heck of a lot of story between the ropes with this. I absolutely loved yep. it. 
I tweeted like this was this was lady techers to me. There were some really, really <laughs> fun, fun stuff in here. If you got your spot foo at the end, this was like a Kate match. We got a chaos theory in here that looked great from Diamante. And the the ending, oh, I loved the finish here so much. Uh Diamante having the loss from Willow scouted with that cross face. She knew exactly mm-hmm. what to do and how to get out of it, even though Athena had adjusted it. We get a neck bridging suplex. I'll give a shout out to SP3 who also noted the Zack Sabre Jr. style cross arms at it, which is such mm-hmm. like a deliciously arrogant thing to add to it. I loved, loved, loved what we got here. And of note, and in a promo that goes along with this, no post-match beatdown. Mm-hmm. I love Athena showing respect only to rip it away a little bit later. We're going to talk about that promo in a moment, but what did you think of this match? This was all aces for me. I loved everything Ooh. here. Yeah. What a way to uh, cap off Diamante's little mini run. We've been talking many weeks on here that there always needs to be consistent contenders and Diamante has been building up her stock for some weeks here looking great in every opportunity that she's in. Then she gets in here with Athena and has this great match. They're trading stuff back and forth. She's not getting squashed. She looks great. Athena's uh, not being as cocky as she usually is. She's it's, it's, it's a different type of Athena still vicious and still crazy. She's still destroyed her with a lot of things in the match to Athena. She can't help herself, but there was some respect there and you can feel that even before we get the little promo later in the match. But as far as like, there's some, we're going to look through Athena's run when she's done, which she should never be done. And there's going to be like staple matches of like, a lot of these were like ring of honor proving ground matches and things like that. But then when it was time to go and it was time to go and there was somebody in the ring that should be in there with them, it's great. And this was one of those matches that was like, yeah, of course. Uh, Diamante went in there and destroyed it. She deserves a rematch against Athena. And maybe what they were talking about is going to set up something more in the future. Yeah, I'm very intrigued with what they talked about. We're going to get to that in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Very minor gripe, and I don't even know if it's actually one. But I think it would have been really cool if the story went to Diamante being the first proving ground person to last the entire length. We talked about that a couple weeks ago and Mm -hmm. then having a title shot because it would feel like another layer of respect was earned where that promo would have made a lot more sense if that would have happened. Yeah. I feel like Mm -hmm. it would have clicked in something a little bit more at the same time. Diamante just getting some wins. I feel like proving ground matches are meant for more underdogs. And I think Diamante coming in just kind of looking like a contender is also a really good way to go about business but mm-hmm. with that promo i was like oh i would have just made that one small little tweak i feel like that mm-hmm. might have just added another layer here but let's dive into that promo now because it was some good stuff i really liked what was said uh lexi nair is interviewing diamante about the match and they're quickly interrupted by our goddess of a champion it's hard to call her a fallen goddess because boy howdy is she on the rise my mm-hmm. goodness but I loved uh, what we got out of this. There was no post-match beatdown. Uh, Athena says, why are you talking to Porcelain? Well, you could be talking to the champ, which is fantastic, yep. but gives a lot of respect to Diamante and says, you have what it takes. You just need to find a little something. She sees her old self in her, which is such a nice uh, callback to just kind of how she came into the company and things switched a little bit after that Jody threat match. And here we are. I loved, loved, loved this because it kind of, it differentiated Diamante and it, it, it's so important in wrestling to make people feel important in losses. Mm -hmm. And this accomplished that so beautifully in such a quick little backstage segment. What are your thoughts? Do you think Diamante is going to the dark side? Do you think, uh, what do you think she's going to find in herself? I think this promo was better than the match. Honestly, the match was great, but this promo for Diamante helps so much because throughout Athena's run, we haven't seen this. Usually she comes after the match and is like, give me harder competition. Why are you guys sending me these losers? These porcelain hussies all the time. But this time for her to come and have this endorsement to be like, look, I used to be just like you. I came in here trying to play nice. Like there was some aggression in there, but like I wasn't really being me. And if you do what I tell you, you could be the one that's holding this Ring of Honor championship. It's like, yes, people need to know how important that 
like because Diamante's been doing her thing, but I still don't think like the fans recognize kind of why she's in the position that she's in. And for Athena to be like, look, she's important and she really kicks it off. She could be one of those ones is great. There was some backhandedness in here for sure. Like Athena didn't just totally give it up. She no, was like, couldn't. you could never beat me, but I think you'd be great if you uh, add a little extra layer to it. Yes, I think this was so well done and so well executed. Really, really refreshing stuff and starting to see these divisions shape up a little bit. We're getting some mm -hmm. consistency that we have been asking for, in my case, whining for, for a very, very long time. So uh, Louis also pointing out that Diamante is only two years younger than her, so it was funny for her to be like, <laughs> I see you and my, my younger self in you, but what a difference two years can make. I mean, this Athena run has come from what the past eight months or so i would say mm -hmm. so so good stuff we get gates of agony defeating the boys next uh very little to say about this except yeah this is kind of i don't want to say it was a misstep in the episode but this was one of those things where it's like okay brian cage is with big bill but they're the six man title holders but this is the tag team this kind of feels like a little hangover from from previous episodes but mm -hmm. they come out here they look strong the boys lose. I think this is good because you had Dalton and the boys on the episode. You got Dalton to win. You should probably have the boys out there in some respect. So mm -hmm. I'll take it. And we're talking consistent reps and having some clarity. But the other thing we were talking about is clarity in which division you're in, right? So this True. does feel a little bit off base, but a minor complaint in what was overall a much, much longer uh, or much stronger episode, I should say. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, some murky waters getting to where we're going to get to. They have to define what the uh, trio's tag six-man tag titles in Ring of Honor are. I think everybody's pretty all in on Big Bill and Brian Cage. So, like, let's give those championships to someone else. Let this build over here. But the boys are great. I do like uh, that kind of format we're following here of, like, somebody does a promo on the show they also have a match on the show because we've seen some weeks where like somebody I'll have a promo and it's like in two weeks, you'll see blah, blah, blah going on. It's like, well, why'd you have the promo if I'm not going to see him wrestle? Give us the promo. Give us the match. The get, uh, Gates of Agony get to get some reps in. The boys get to get destroyed. That, that's all everybody really wants them to see. And it's going to kind of put into people's brains what they think of the boys. And then when they get in there and Stokely and turn it around and do some things really going to surprise people. So it's a nice little appetizer for a big match that they're going to have here in two weeks. Yeah, I agree with you. I always go back to what promo is supposed to be short for it. It's promoting, it's promoting the match. And mm -hmm. so when we get a promo and the match isn't for another two weeks, it's kind of like, Oh, um, you know, in, in most cases, sometimes you'll have yeah. someone say something and then the next week the opponent responds and then you have it or right. whatever. But right, right, right. you're right in that they felt a little bit disjointed. But here, mm -hmm. much cleaner vehicle for delivery. Okay, I'm very bummed because I didn't get to see this because my dog was going a little nuts and I had to take care of her. But this Dark Order and Righteous segment from like my favorite story, I was like, oh, of course this is the thing that she's like barking at a squirrel on the porch during. What the heck? Um, mm -hmm. but, um, I, I missed it. So did you see it? And can you tell me about it? And I will go back and watch it. You know what? Unfortunately, I cannot because that was some for some reason the one moment in the match i missed too i think i might have ran for a bathroom <laughs> break i'm really apologize you guys there has to be a moment in here i gotta go but this is what the time that i went i saw a little bit of it i saw uh vince start to talk but then i was like i gotta go right now you guys and that's exactly what happened to me i had like an <laughs> ear out and i heard him kind of just saying like this was the the dark order that he had wanted it sounded like and it yeah then dark order showed up so I don't know. Um, I saw. I, I think I saw. I, I'm pretty sure I saw Evil Uno out of the corner of my eye. And the thing with ROH is I couldn't go back and rewind it because I, I don't yeah. know if you can do that on the app, but you can't do it on Club. So yeah. I was trying to go back, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna have missed this segment. I'm so bummed." But uh, I'm intrigued because it felt like they had the blow off. Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to this continuing because I think there's still some juice left in it, uh, but. Usually when you have like a blow off match, everybody kind of moves on. It doesn't feel like they're doing that. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I think that both if of these segment is. Both of these it. teams should just uh, combine at this point. Like you guys just be a big faction. That's terrorizing. You combine all the elements from the righteous with all the elements from the dark order. until one super group, 
I mean, that would be a really fun thing to do, especially because the Dark Order could turn heel off of that very easily mm -hmm. if they kind of got absorbed into it. The Dark Order, we should note too, resigning for a few more years. Very happy to hear that you had the Dark Order. Of course, the big news about the Elite resigning and Kip Sabian also resigning. You can read more about all those things on Fightful Select at FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the biz. Guys, stay tuned for your Impact post show. We're mowing our way through the rest of ROH, but we do pass it off to the Impact crew who can catch you up to speed on everything, including a tag title defense on their show. Oh my gosh, we got our tag title tournament situation. Mm -hmm. We got like actual stories clicking in tag title divisions on both shows. I'll also remind you to leave a thumbs up on this video and subscribe if you haven't already and to get in your super chats and humper chats. If there's anything you want to talk about, we always appreciate the support. And we have some more of it. Oh, Luis doing a great job summarizing mm -hmm. in a vignette from death before dishonor backstage vincent was about to hoot and holler before the dark order confronted him evil uno and sue grayson shook hands before uno said thank you Stu." and then Luis just says drama mm. which i love very yeah. interesting okay mm -hmm. so there you go that who is a better moderator than Luis? honest to god like his job is to make sure you guys aren't assholes in the chat and to organize our chats. He is like a research statistician. He's got all these things going on for us doing summary recaps. He even did it in purple and white font because dark order. What a, what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Appreciate you. Former security guard, LSG. Mm -hmm. In a fight here <laughs> with Cole. Two dimes Carter. Uh, very nice to see LSG in action, um, a former Ring of Honor standout. I really liked the way Ian put him over and said, hey, he was a major player before ROH shut down. Um, we've seen him on, on ROH and AEW a few times. Good to see some of the old blood coming back in, the same way I was complaining about Cheeseburger not being on television when they were right in his backyard in Trenton. Uh, mm -hmm. Very nice to, to see the old guard coming back. Uh, and we have Maria again scouting. This is pretty good. Meet Norma saying meet again. I thought they would do with Layla what they did with Diablo, either a three-way or a stable. But this story is a spicy meatball. Mm -hmm. Five out of five pork chops. Well, thank you for your yep. meat ratings, Meet Normus. Uh, uh, we get two dimes picking up the win. I'll always call him that because I had to suffer through NXT. But... Carter hitting a DDT. I'll always put over Gio. He's a, a great wrestler and a good friend of mine. I, I think one of the things he does best is the proportionate sell, and this match had a lot in mm -hmm. it. Um, I liked him slipping out of the power bomb in this. Some some good stuff in what was a match that was used to advance a bigger story here, right, with Maria coming out. Um, Cole Carter's not, like, my favorite dude in the world, but... The guns aren't my favorite tag team in the world, and they're in a stable. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of the point sometimes with stables is not everyone's supposed to be your favorite guy. Some people are supposed to be there to be serviceable wrestlers who are going to learn and grow. Cole Carter has a lot of learning and growing ahead of him that are there to eat pins sometimes and are there to get raised into things. It's worked for New Japan for decades and decades right they are almost exclusively not almost exclusively but obviously very stable heavy and they have the whole young boy young lion system over there like this is a good way to let wrestlers pace themselves and grow at the rate that they need to grow cole carter's not my favorite dude but this makes wrestling sense to me i like the kingdom expanding um we'll see what happens what are your thoughts on the match and the story that we're getting here? Kate was being very nice there, very <laughs> diplomatic, <laughs> right on the line. She walked in. She didn't look to the left. She didn't look to the right. It was just straight, straight sober. on. Straight sober on that drunk driving test, my friend. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Good for you, Kate. Thank you. Cole Carter. Stop watching them Austin Theory tapes like I told you before <laughs> and watch something else. It's not going to work. If it's not working with him, why is it going to work with you? <laughs> 
watch some tapes of somebody that's going to help you, not of a guy that's still figuring it out himself. And that's my thing for Cole Carter. LSG is great, though. Little security guard a couple weeks ago. He's out here to destroy. Now, we always like ROH staples and anytime we see somebody like this. But yeah, Cole Carter, the Austin Theory tapes. Trash him. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll agree with that. Between these two, I would put Gio over. He's my favorite uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> in this. Really, he's he's great, sincerely. I say mm-hmm. that as, as a friend, but like great footwork, really, really solid fundamental wrestler. I've seen him shift his own style um, from a lot of high-flying Ace of Space stuff to a little yeah. bit more grounded <laughs> of an approach. And he's got really just solid fundamentals. And I, I feel like in a role like this, really kind of shines because he can just come mm-hmm. in there and, and give someone like Cole Carter a great match. So very happy to see him on there um, yep. and getting some reps after those long security guard hours. <laughs> we move along to not my favorite thing, and it has nothing to do with the gals involved, but Robin Renegade defeating Christina Marie. Uh, do they, are they a tag team? Or not. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. I thought it was cool that she won with the octopus dress. I'll I'll always I like for that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's such a cool finisher. Her sister came down here. There were shenanigans, but they're not twins, so you can't really pull off twin magic. <laughs> and there's not a tag team division. So I I like the renegade twins or sisters. I like seeing them on television. They don't look a lot alike. Um I, it just feels like they haven't quite figured out what to do with them yet, which is okay. But I would like some direction around stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice to see Christina Marie getting a, a rep here as well. Perfectly fine little match. Just, I don't know, what are, what are we doing with these Renegade gals? I don't know. Yeah, we need direction because if they're going to put them in singles matches, it's hard to get behind one of them when you're not super differentiating between the two of them. Like, if you just are broadly watching the show, you might think they're twins. You don't know which one is which. And if you don't tell, if you don't distinguish one from the other, put them in a tag team. What are we going to do here if we're going to keep being like, well, who won last week or who's wrestling this week? What's going on here? It's just too much to try to think about and look about. They keep doing the Bellas twins thing. It's like, It'd be better in a tag team. Just have some women's tag team. There's a bunch of women's wrestlers back there that you could just pair up, establish a little division. We don't need tag team championships like people are going to say if you have these matches. Just do it. Just do that. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, uh, there's still people that can't tell Santana and Ortiz apart. So exactly. think they're going to be telling the Renegades apart. It's not, you know? not going to happen. But mm-hmm. perfectly serviceable match. And I again, I really like the, the submission finish. That was super fun. Uh, mm-hmm. but we'll move along. Wow, we are, like, actually very well-paced in our own show, which was nice. We are, like, Pacing, at the main baby. event, at main event point. I didn't even have to do a ton of work to get there. See what happens when the episode is good? We're not running over time. With our and complaints. it was two hours, too. And like, it next... wasn't extra. It wasn't less time. Like, it was the same amount of time and everything. It wasn't. Things just made sense, and our only complaint is that we want more Rohit on the show, which is kind of from like an outside you know that was like a we're reaching outside of this episode to bring that in because yeah. we got so many right. things that we did want but what better way to end the night for reg than with some spot foo i got my lady techers earlier with the chaos theory and all sorts of fun stuff we ended in reg's wheelhouse with vikingo and commander with of course alex abrahantes because lucha and yeah. the workhorse men who I also have been singing the praises of week after week. I thought Anthony Henry especially looked great in this. I love a good standing twisting neck breaker so much. And he had a really fun one in here that kind of snuck in on the side, but shot kids saying RH Posho. I think I saw stories in them. <laughs> I think I saw stories in them. They're ROH Hills. Mm-hmm. Stories, I tell you. Also, Jay Drake is the country boy version of Eddie Kingston. He is. Folks, yeah, where's the lie? Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the Bobby Fish uh, reference there. I will forever pop for that. We did see a lot of stories in them. There are ROH Hills. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the, the country boy ROH to the Kingston. I kind of want that as a match now. But digging into a little bit of this match, this was super fun. We get Vikingo and Commander 
hitting 450 splashes to Drake and Vikingo getting the pin here. Some nice tandem offense that was really, really fun, of course, as you would expect. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know Luis will because he follows the AAA product. Are they, is one of them a AAA champion or are they AAA tag champions? Because I saw that on the lower third, but I can't remember. I think both of them are AAA champions. One, Vikingo's the mega champion and Commander is the tag team champion. If I'm not mistaken, without as, I think. Um, The best part of this match was, of course, the friendship moonsault that they hit. Commander and Vikingo walked the ropes and then held hands in unison for friendship as they hit moonsaults. It was a beautiful display of friends. I loved every moment of it. Great spot foo here. Uh, everything you would expect from these guys in a match was here. The workhorsemen are great. They should be in all the main events. When they have a series of matches with Ozzy Open coming up, I'm sure soon, it's going to be very fire. J.D. Drake was talking a lot. He was doing a, uh, you, the, the Eddie Kingston comparison is great, but he did also a great Kevin Steen slash Owens impression. Yes. I thought in this, he talked a lot of good trash. He bumped well, like, it was a, a great display from him on top of the Anthony Henry display. But again, these guys, two nights in a row, the King on Commander hit the double 450 splash. They're taunting me. They don't put them in, ma- in a match with Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Quit teasing me like that. You can't do this spot unless you're going to do the match. So do the match. Reg, are you team double 450 splash or team double clothesline? You know, I, I know. like spots. It's 450, baby. All 450. <laughs> I love it. Some clarity coming from the chat. Thank you so much. I wish I was paying closer attention to the AAA scene because a lot of great stuff going down there. I'm a big Sam Adonis girl, uh, and he's doing a lot of great work there. What, but Commander is the AAA tag champion, and Vikingo mm-hmm. is the world champion. So yeah. there you go. Some good stuff. And a good episode of ROH. It's refreshing to come on here and be so happy about things. But Shane Monster closing us out with a chat that says, so Claudio is my favorite wrestler, not named Danielson, but they need to figure out how to get the title that's someone on someone on ROH. Dalton I forgot there was Garcia. a champion, honestly. <laughs> my guess is based on some of the interviews we got, they might be waiting for Eddie to come back for the G1 for that, yeah. uh, which would be a very, very fun way to go about business. But we're going to bring the Impact crew in here. God, Cresta always looking so beautiful. She's not in her fancy Sean Ross sap house anymore. She doesn't have the uh he kicked piano me out. Oh, he kicked me out. Sean. He knew all was he go. knew all was living under the piano. He said, Who are you? So. But she's not there now. I was gonna say he could have had you house sitting, man. Yeah. Like dang, he's in Detroit, right? He's Detroit? a hater and he is in Detroit. <laughs> he's a hater. He's a hater. <laughs> I mean, can't confirm. I think we all in here can confirm. Yep. Cresta and Gacy Invasion says the chat. I love it. I love it. I mean, everyone thinks Joel Pearl is the bad guy, but the real bad guy is Mr. SRS. But no more industry secrets from me. No, that's the only only one we're giving up. Get to Fightful Select if you want the rest of them. That's right. $5 every month. Mm -hmm. Come on now. $10, $1,000 if you're nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a thousand if you're nasty <laughs> busy day on the old fightful select i don't think anybody who was nasty signed up but there was a lot of a lot of news coming out of there if we got some thousand dollar subscriptions god bless us hopefully uh things will be moving in the right direction we can get pay bumps that'll be delightful but guys we had a really 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 fun episode of roh it was very Finally. refreshing uh kind of shows you how simple some of the changes we've been whining about are because it's just been two weeks since the pay-per-view and things have turned in the right direction how was impact tonight well eric young is an idea that will live forever so we got that yeah legends never die that's true okay yeah yeah we discovered discovered that eric young he not only survived but uh he owns a sweet motorcycle oh i was wondering about that i was like it and not only is he dead, I wonder what kind of uh, vehicle he gets to use around and motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't a zombie cycle or even like the Death Rider, Hell Rider motorcycle. So I was a little. Uh, yeah, no, just a sweaty. just a murdered out, all black, simple Harley whipping down whatever <laughs> I ninety something in Nashville. Good for him. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I ninety something. 
be something. Respect. Look, I want to come in looking cool. I'm going to have my hog. I'll go down <laughs> I-95. You got to shoot me from the side, and then you shoot me from the other side. It'll be great. No, just no, it's just from the side. I got murdered. On. There wasn't no side. Right, right. It the side. It's it's from the top. They were doing like oh, the helicopter. They were like, "Give me the Jeremy Borash treatment." And, and <laughs> Scott Scott Demore was just like, "You know, you know, JB works for WWE." And Eric's right. like, "I don't care. I don't care." Like every time I've been here, he's been here. He has to be here somewhere. That's a fact. You better get someone that look like him. Anyway, show was good. It was good. There's they got a lot of time until the next uh until the next show emergence. So wow, surprising. Good. I've I don't think I've ever heard you say that before. No, though. usually it's usually it's like, like next week there's tomorrow. another one. Yeah. That's that's true. True. So it's <laughs> nice, like their next uh, big event. I mean, they, they have multiverse, right? Multiverse yeah. matches though is oh, yeah. just a bunch of matches, not to underplay it, but like they don't go as storyline heavy. But emergence is the week after on the 27th, uh, same night as all in. So it's all in in the afternoon and then you'll have emergence at night but uh yeah they're, they're kind of like slow burning a bunch of stuff they've announced some matches but other than that tonight's show is just kind of like we're gonna get there but they're not rushing anything and i appreciate that yeah it was very enjoyable easy to watch the eric young thing i laughed because i think it was supposed to be serious but it was very unserious <laughs> <laughs> it was so i think it was supposed to be serious but if that was supposed to be serious i oof. <laughs> we had one of those on uh, on Tuesday with Baron Corbin where he went to meet himself in the forest with a bunch of tiki torches and the version of himself that he met was like three inches taller than him on video. It was amazing. Mm. So I'm I'm with you on things that are supposed to be serious ending up being really freaking wild. goofy. Oh my God, it's the best. How was Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor was great. That's Ring fine. of Honor was great. Uh, my match of the night was the women's title match. Diamante and Athena had a great one. A really, really great one with a, a very strong promo after. We just got a lot of story tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Red, the what was thing, yours? Strongest thing for me was probably legit just Aussie Open being on the show as the World Tag Team Champions, which like gives me hope that they're going to start telling stories with these very prestigious tag team championships. So them just being there. And then they ended it with Spot Foo. So, I mean, you know what time it is. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> a, good, a good show. So I'm glad I brought my nitro grill mug for me. Look at you. <laughs> Let's go. I love it. Joel coming in prepared. Full of root beer, baby. Uh, <laughs> Not regular beer, root beer. Yeah. Dad version. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's good. All right. Well, I'm glad, we. I'm glad was good. Yeah, it was it was really good and it was uh very simple changes. So hopefully they stick around, but we'll Continue. get out of here while you guys stick around with the impact post show. So enjoy. enjoy. Oh my goodness, Peace, y'all. Turn in it. Bye guys. I'm Bye, Joel you Pearl. You're Joel Pearl. <laughs> you can be whatever you want. There goes one. There uh, goes the other. Bye. <laughs>